Ladies, gentlemen, children of all ages, preferably of the age of 21, so you could bet with Moneyline Madness. Welcome back. It's episode 35. I'm here with my co-host, Andy B. Andy, how we doing? Oh, I'm I'm at peak nervousness, excitement. I've got so many emotions going through my head right now. Today is the day that you've been waiting for, truthfully, for years now, like even longer than I've known you that you've probably been waiting for this day to come Celtics in the finals. It's just, it's all vibes for you right now. So yeah, I've been, I've been saying it for a while. This is a 10 year old Andrew is in his bag right now. I really started watching the Celtics around 11, 12, like 20, 2011, 2012. And this team was, uh, they were coming off that run, unfortunately. And I've never seen him in the finals. So this is really cool. This is a fun time. And, uh, they were saving a lot media availability yesterday that it was uh take it all in. I think it's the same way for the fans. Like you don't know if they're going to be back next year. So just enjoy it and hopefully uh hopefully they go uh, get a couple wins here. Yeah, obviously in Golden State tonight, it's not going to be an easy game by any means. The Warriors are known for their powerhouse of an offense and honestly tonight if you guys want any shot, we're going to need to see a defensive masterclass from Boston in order to really steal one of these games on the road. With that being said, what are you feeling tonight? What do you feel that you guys really need to do, you know, both bets-wise and, you know, on the court in order to see some success? Well, Marcus Smart, it seems as if he's healthy. He's off the injury report, which that was a surprise because they had made it like it was not going to happen. But he's going to probably play, and his ankle, I would assume, is healthy enough to not be on the injury report. It's healthy enough to guard Steph Curry, I would think. He needs to be... He's great. He's the defensive player of the year for a reason. He needs to be almost perfect in this series. This is this is an MVP. This is probably, I think, one of the greatest point guards of all time, if not the greatest. I mean, so it's going to have to be, what you said, defensive masterclass from, from him. And without Rob, it seems as if he's only going to play a little bit in the game. Um, luckily, the uh, Warriors don't have a big that, that scares you too much offensively. Their defense, on the other hand, that's scary to me. But uh, you're also going to need Al Horford to step up in this one. I know a lot of people in, on Twitter have been saying, well, Al Horford's not going to make a big difference in this series. Well, he's probably going to have to because he's probably going to have to play the five a good amount in this series, which means Kevon Looney's going to be on the floor. So a lot of defensive uh, keys in tonight. I think that's a big part that uh, you know casual basketball fans could miss is that they're so focused on the three-pointers of the Warriors and just, like, how explosive the Celtics' offense has been when, realistically, this is one of the better defensive matchups that we've seen in the past few years when it comes to NBA Finals. I can't name another Finals in the past five, even almost ten years, that both defensively and offensively, these are the two best teams in the league right now playing the best basketball at the best of their capabilities. So I think that's going to be really tough for Boston. I think that they're going to have to play even better than their best basketball if they're going to want to steal one of these in Golden State. But like you said, Al Horford's going to have to come up big because Rob Williams is the backbone of that defense. And if you guys want any type of you know interior defense, Al Horford's going to need to step up and make his presence be known. Absolutely, you're right. And it's um the whole series is going to be very interesting. But, I mean, the number one thing you think about about the winning team is who the finals MVP is. And I think we all know who on the warrior side it would be, or we have a guess. I mean, I know he hasn't won it every time they've won. I know Iguodala won it that one year, but the more, the more interesting cases, the Celtics here. And 
if they were to win, I think everybody would probably put Tatum as the finals MVP. He just won the Eastern Conference. But MVP. I definitely see where you you could yeah. be coming from on a side of somebody else being. I mean, we had this conversation on a previous episode. Marcus Smart is somewhat of the backbone of that team. And if that's where you're going with this, I could totally ride up that alley right with you. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I was going with it. It's if, if it's not Tatum, because we don't expect it to not be, obviously, <clears throat> who would it be? And I think Smart and Brown would probably be one and two on that. So if you look at Smart's odds, they're kind of trying to bait you into it. Plus 4,400 is like, wow, that's really, really high. That means he can... That's really, well, I guess it would be low. It's really, really low, and it really makes you think, hey, if I put a dollar on this, I'm winning a good amount of money. If I put 10, that they're trying to bait you into thinking maybe he's got a shot. I personally do think he does, but with the odds being the way they are, they must know something that we don't know because, I mean, statistically, he's not going to be the best player on the Celtics. If he is, they're not winning the series, Um, but... He is the heart and soul, and you can't you can't really put a metric on defense, but I think if the Celtics win, which I think a lot of people don't think they're going to, um, Tatum would probably be the best value, best money, I guess, but uh, Smart would be the best value there because of the number. Yeah, and being that he brings those intangibles that a lot of, you know, a lot of these guys that pick the finals MVP. They like to give it to the guy that brings those types of on the court intangibles. Like when Igudala got it, you know, it was because of his defense and stuff like that. So we've seen a bunch of, you know, other three and D type of guys come in and are able to get that just because they do their role and they do it so well in the series. So I could definitely see that. Speaking of Marcus Smart, I do have a prop for him tonight. I'm going to be taking his over on points. That's it's at 14 and a half. I think that if there was going to be uh, kind of one man that the Warriors might forget about tonight, it could be smart on offense. And being that his only sits at 14 and a half for minus 126, I'm okay with throwing a unit on that. Yeah, I like that. If you could pick smart to do that in one game throughout the series, like one through seven, he's definitely going to do that. There's going to be one game where he, I think it happened in the Miami series where he just goes crazy with threes. I mean, he's he's that type of player where one at any game, just because of his inconsistency, he can become he can become Curry from the three point line for one game and and just win you a game in that situation. So I I don't know if it'll be tonight because of the the um I don't know the best way to put it, but they're gonna be very. It's this gonna is gonna be, be kind tonight. of a it's gonna be a feel out game, and that's why I think yeah. fourteen and a half. I can understand the number being where it's at, but I I like it personally. And I think that, like I said, I think that if they're going to forget about somebody, it could be Marcus Smart. There's going to be so much focus on stopping Tatum, stopping Jalen Brown, um, even somewhat slumming down the guys in the paint that I feel like Marcus Smart could be the guy that, you know, forget you forget about. And he could find himself open for a couple catch and shoot type situations. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking along the same lines of um, they're going to have to stop Tatum and Brown. So I've got Brown under 24 and a half. I mean, we saw what Miami did. Granted, I think Miami's a little bit better defensively than Golden State, but they're both elite. And um when they doubled Tatum, the Celtics didn't have an offense. I mean, yeah, Smart was tough. the one Smart was the one chucking up those threes. I mean, that that can't be the offense in the finals for the Celtics, but because of that, I think they're also going to have I'm not sure exactly what they're that's going to be another interesting thing. When the game starts, who Steve Kerr has everybody on is going to be very interesting. 
I'm assuming Jalen's going to be guarded pretty tough. So just for tonight, under 24 and a half. Under 24 and a half for Jalen Brown, right? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, unfortunately, none of the other props that I have are going to be doing you or the Celtics any good. I have a few uh, that aren't going to be. You just hate to say it, but it's it's where the money's at right now. It's They've been yes, talking to me. And uh, unfortunately for you guys, I have a player performance double of Jordan Poole 16 plus and Golden State to win. Um, it just it hurts. No, I, like, it, I it, have it hurts, but it, I, I actually love it. I unfortunately for you, I just I really like this one. Um, Poole is a guy that obviously you guys have a bunch of defenders that are going to be trying to stop Clay Curry even Wiggins to some extent. And I think that Jordan Poole, we've seen him come out of his shell this year. He's the one that's coming and, you know, putting on for the younger squad of the, the younger generation of Warriors. And I expect that from him again tonight. 16 points doesn't seem like too much. His line usually sits at about 16 and a half. I think that it's sitting somewhere around there. So, yeah, it sits at 15 and a half right now. So 16 points in a Golden State win in game one at home doesn't seem too far-fetched to me. So I think I'm going to no. ride with that yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not because i'm a Celtics fan i'm still not gonna shy away from warrior stuff i understand that tonight i i fully expect the warriors to win i don't want them to obviously but i fully expect them to so i do have andrew wiggins seven plus rebounds and a golden state win tonight the him with points this series i'm very up and down about because i expect him to be guarded by tatum because he's the best wing offensive player i would assume on that team other well clay and curry will be brown and smart so I expect Wiggins to be guarded by Tatum, which makes me think he won't score much, but he's probably going to get a good amount of rebounds. I mean, like we said, Rob probably won't be on the floor much. Al's a good rebounder, a great rebounder, actually, but he isn't going to get all of them. You know, eventually, I mean, Kevon Looney's going to box him out a lot. So uh, Wiggins going to get seven rebounds, I think. Not easily, but I think he'll have it. I think maybe eight or nine tonight. You know, he's going to be guarded by Tatum, too, who's not the greatest rebounder, so... Yeah, and we've seen the way that Wiggins has kind of made the game his as of late is using his length and wingspan to his ability and kind of like to his strengths. And the Warriors are kind of just uplifting him at that same time. So it's elevated him as a new type of role player that's really found his niche in a nice Golden State system. Yeah. Unfortunately for you, I do have another pick of Jordan Poole. Uh, I do think that if Jordan Poole is going to be giving us that 16 points, I'm expecting two threes along with it. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, two made threes from pool. That doesn't seem crazy either. Yeah. I feel like these are really realistic bets. And that's really my favorite part about it. Um, two plus made threes from a guy that, you know, averages like five shots from deep a game. The volume's always going to be there. He's on the Warriors. So two of them doesn't seem too crazy for me. Yeah, I don't, hate, I don't hate that. That's that that just kind of they should kind of go together, right? If he gets 16 points and doesn't hit two threes, I don't know if he's getting 16 points. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, how, I don't know um, how else that would come if he's not if he's yeah. not giving you two threes. Yeah. Do you have anything else for tonight's game? I do, unfortunately. All right, keep, keep, keep going one. because after you give these, I want to go through some series ones that we might and see if you agree. Yeah, on the them. last one I have for tonight is unfortunately the Warriors money line at minus 168. I think that's just. It's it's at home. You know, you're at home. Game one. It's a feel out game. The Celtics, this squad hasn't been here before. It just seems like everything is in the Warriors favor right now. And being that it's at minus one sixty eight, I saw the spread sitting at minus four for minus one ten. And 
I just thought that I may as well just take the money line, hold that yeah. extra few cents and just go with the money line situation there. And yeah, that's that's my last pick for this individual game tonight for yes. sure. We will pray that you are wrong. I will pray that you are wrong. And I will hope that you're wrong. But I actually don't think you're going to be wrong tonight. But uh, we'll see on that. So, yeah, how about some series bets? Um, I'll start us off with Jason Tatum getting the highest points per game average in the series. I'm thinking if, if they're going to win, he's got to be in near 30, right? He's got to be near 30 points per game. And ultimately, I don't think Curry has to be near that if they're going to win. They, he can have Poole get his 18 a game. He can have Clay go crazy. He can have, you know, other guys. Tatum kind of has to do it himself with Brown. You know, Tatum I mean, absolutely has to drop yeah. 40 every game. Like it's it's yeah. getting to that point. Well, not every game. Let's not say every I don't, game. Dude, I don't know because we we said like Boston has to play beyond their best basketball in order to yeah, win Yeah, well, series, well so. we do need to see if the Celtics defense, and they're not going to have an easy time with them, if the Celtics can stay with Golden State on defense, then maybe he doesn't need to go crazy because with Miami, obviously they do not have any offensive firepower. I mean, they very little. Jimmy Butler's their guy. There's none of that on the Warriors. They have everybody can score except Draymond, no offense. Um, so they do have to be a little quicker and a little stronger. But every game in that series, it was tough to see Miami even get 90. I mean, all but that one blowout that was ridiculous. They got 100. But in every other game, they had to battle to get 90. If they can get Golden State to battle to get 100, then I don't think he has to score 40 every game. Well, but he, what about this? So Jalen Brown needs to also give you yeah. somewhat of offense or else well, Tatum is yeah. going to have to do that. So if yeah. if Jalen Brown comes out and he only gives you 20 to 25, Jason Tatum needs to put up 35 yeah. because you also or, Yeah, yeah, but you also need Smart to chip in. Obviously, Allen needs to chip in and Rob needs to chip in a little bit, but if Jalen goes out for his 40, because he did do that once in the Miami series, and... He's probably going to be guarded by Clay, you would think. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't so know if he's think, putting up 40 anytime. I think if series. he, because Jalen is a vet, and I'll give Jalen this one of his best attributes is his speed. He's just a really fast guy, and we still, Clay isn't, he's, he's, he's great, but defensively, he hasn't been perfect like he used to be. A little slower, but he's still great. Um, if he can kind of take advantage of that to the slightest bit, I do believe he can have a couple of those games where he, looks like the best player because he did in a few games in Miami, but that was mostly because some games Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum also can't do what he did in that series. He went great game to meh, great game, terrible game, great game. That can't happen again. No, he, he cannot to be consistent, him. and that's been the biggest problem with like the Celtics is really just that consistency on offense and being able to constantly have that explosiveness. And Somewhat even on defense, if they, like you said, if they could slow down the Warriors consistently, it makes for a much easier series in your guys' spot. So your pick for that was uh, Jason Tatum to lead all scorers throughout the series? Yes, sir. And what did that come in as? He's the favorite, minus 110. Minus 110. That wow. surprised He's over Curry in that, and I yeah, like, don't I really just, know how. I was going to say, like, I don't know how I feel about the value of that just because He's well, over Curry, like and most, being that he's minus money, like at least give me a plus one ten. Like who's the who's the most important offensive player in the series? It's Tatum, because Curry can have a bad night to his game. Jordan Poole can come in and get thirty. 
Jason yeah, does no, not Jason have. Grant, to... Grant Williams ain't coming in and getting 30 for you. Peyton Pritchard ain't coming in. He might not even touch the floor in there. They're not coming in and getting a lot. Curry has somebody that can do that. That's probably why Jason's the favorite. And they're probably thinking along the same lines as if Boston's going to have a chance, he's going to have to go crazy. Very interesting. I, I could see it. I could definitely see it. You have any more of these little? Uh, yeah, I got two long-term. easy, two little easy ones. Uh, I got probably the easiest one in my head. Kevon Looney getting the most um, rebounds average in the series. I mean, if Rob's only playing 15 minutes, Kevon Looney's gonna have 10 rebounds every single game. So that one just seems easy to me. And the other one is, I think we talked about it before we went on. Jordan Poole highest three point made average. I think. He won't have the. He will have a decent amount of volume, but he won't have enough that will make him have just no. Skew have his, a, yeah, yeah, just his skew percentage his be skewed. Nobody on Boston's touching that. No, I mean I love Tatum, but he doesn't shoot only threes. Yeah, Jalen doesn't. He's too inconsistent yeah. for me to want to bet and, on that and one. Smart so. is never hitting that percentage. Maybe and and like you brought up a great point. Al is a is probably the only challenger on Boston. But his teammate Curry probably is the other challenger here. Yeah. So I, I that's a that's a plus forty two hundred. So I do like the. Uh, yeah, the, the value uh, of that value is, of is that. very extreme. So I would definitely say uh, that's worth a sprinkle. No little sprinkle. Doubt. Little, little sprinkle. No doubt. You have one more for me, or was that going to do it? Ah, do I have one more? I well, I had the only other one I had was Curry MVP, and uh. Oh, was, gotcha. You know, yeah. But you, I'm sure you don't want to. We won't tap it on that. Yeah, I don't want to. Let him start earning it a little bit first before <laughs> yeah. we start crowning him. But yeah, it's going to be an exciting game tonight. Obviously, nine o'clock Eastern time at uh, Golden State, and I'm I'm hoping the best for you, man. I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot of these live tweets. Oh um, yeah, a lot yeah. of tweets coming. Yeah, Very a lot exciting. of tweets coming. It's Nervous exciting. Exciting. It's a. It's definitely a mix of both because yeah. you've waited a long time to be here, but then again, it feels like you know what? Maybe I could wait another day or two. Yeah, like I don't want. Yeah. I don't know if I want this just yet. Yeah. But it's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of fun nonetheless. NBA Finals are some of the best times of the year. So. Oh yeah. We up. You want to? Yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say so summer's here, which means that really, it's pretty much baseball season. So sure. if you're if you're about it, we could head over to the diamond and we could start talking some baseball bets because I got like four of them Johns just ready to rock. I think they should stop playing baseball and just let the the New York teams play the rest of their schedules at this point because it's a collision course for the World Series. Yeah, it is. It, 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 it really is. is. I, I'm kind of liking it, but we'll see at the top. Hopefully, we could both stay consistent and uh, you know, keep up this this run that we're having. Well, you so, got if you look at the schedules. Yankee schedule gets really easy. The Mets schedule gets really hard yeah. <laughs> over the next two weeks. Yeah. Hopefully you guys can get back to Grom sooner than later. And obviously Scherzer's probably like three, four weeks out yeah, still. So he's a ways away. Well, I do have, I know we were talking about this previously. We both have one of our bets for this Yankees first game of the doubleheader today. Yes. Um, you were riding for the opposition. And meanwhile, I was riding with Nasty Nestor, but we're both taking the over, right? Yes, I'm going Shohei over for sure. Shohei over on his strikeouts. And Shohei's comes in at six and a half, same as Nestor, both sitting at six and a half. And we're going to hammer home the over on both of these. Yeah. Angels and Yankees have both been striking out a decent amount as of late. And these pitchers are known for their strikeouts. Obviously, this is a, a matchup, a premier matchup, truthfully. Uh, it stinks that it's at one o'clock on a yeah. freaking Thursday, but 
This is a premier matchup between Otani, who's one of the most electrifying players in baseball, and then Nasty Nestor, who's honestly been the Yankees' ace this season. So it's it's really exciting seeing this matchup, even though it falls at 1 o'clock. We're going to ride with the over on both of those. Six and a half seems just like a perfect number for both of them. Um, a lot of strikeouts this game we're anticipating. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh the Yankees ace and he makes about thirty five million dollars less a year from than uh their actual ace. So, you wanna talk about value. Yeah. We're talking <laughs> talk about, about some money line madness value right yeah. there. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, nasty master. For Shohei, like you said, he's one of the premier overall players in the league. Um, you know, he does have a history at Yankee Stadium. He I think last year he got I think pulled in the first inning, or maybe second inning, because I know yep. they had a problem with the lineup the entire time. But this time, I, I fully believe he's he settled in. He's used to this now. He's he's used to being the star. I know last year was really the first time he was the unbe- uh, bona fide star of that team because Trout was out and everything, and he kind of took over. Um, in this game, I just I just kind of like um, I like the uh, star against a lineup that has a history of striking out a lot. They've been better about it, but in the last three games, they haven't. But this season, they've been a little bit better about it. I would have to also see... Make sure Gallo's in the lineup because that's again two free strikeouts right there. But yeah. um, without Stanton, I wouldn't see Gallo not being in the lineup. So, yeah, definitely. I, the Yankees would always try and get their power hitters in when they can. But uh, I, I like that a lot, and I think for the value value of both of them, if you want to even parlay them, that comes in at a plus new two ninety three. So if you want to throw those together and just rely on a bunch of strikeouts at that one o'clock game, maybe the guys feel a little bit lackadaisical coming out for a midday game in the middle of the week. You know, you just you never know with these guys. Yeah, I have the I Yankee have... lineup. Gallo is in it. Gallo's in. Oof. Okay. So oh, why is that sixth? Yeah. Yeah, he should be yeah. batting for the. Uh, savannah bananas but anyways (laughs) anyways i have another baseball pick this time i'm going to be heading over to miami got the giants taking on the marlins at 640 um the marlins are kind of a slept on team truthfully they're they're going right under the radar as a a team that's honestly not too bad as of late i haven't found that miami's been that same punching bag that they were last season today they have alcantara right is that how you sandy alcantara Alcantara, okay. Alcantara, he, I mean, he's five and two with the two ERA. They have the a guys, great rotation. That uh, is the, the thing. They been, have an amazing rotation. The guy has been slinging the rock. Um, the right. Giants, on the other hand, they're they're somewhat, you know, coming off of that high of last season. Still, they have Alex Wood on the mound, three and four with a what is that, four point eight ERA. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I think that the Marlins should be taking this one home, and for them to come in at plus one fifty on the run line of minus one and a half. I think that they win this game by two pretty relatively easily. Um, the Giants are just not the team that they were last season, and their lineup has absolutely zero explosiveness. To yeah, it. other than Jock, it's really been no no juice in that lineup right now. You're right. I mean, I knew they weren't going to replicate what they did, but they've kind of just been mediocre. Yeah, they beat the bad teams occasionally, but right now Miami is not a bad team, especially with that, you know, like you said, that uh, staff of arms that they got over there. So for plus 150, I'm riding with the Miami Marlins at minus one and a half. Like you said, they have not been the punching bag. They've been, you know, they've been mediocre. I mean, their whole division's been mediocre other than the Mets, but the Phillies have kind of taken over as the punching bag. No, literally. They are. We're not really talking about them much because I don't think they have a game today, but they are an absolute joke. Just want to mention that. 
No, yeah, they're a mess. We start, We talked about it last episode. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, we don't yeah, need they to find, keep beating up on Philly. They fans. find ways to lose games. That's they just that's the way the Phillies are, and that's the way Joe Girardi is. So when you put the two <laughs> together, you're going to get a whole bunch of that. You know, I, I want to mention Robbie Cano was just officially released. Yeah, bring him, put him in Philly. Maybe he can play second base. Hit like 90 for him. Like, ew, dude, he stinks. He needs to just pack it in and just stick with the you, you know think? Dominican baseball league and do. No, what he I needs hope to teams. Over there. I, I honestly hope teams keep signing him because every time he signs with somebody, that's seven hundred thousand dollars. The Mets don't have to pay because he just keeps getting the minimum. Oh, there you go. Speaking of the Mets, I have one more baseball pick, and it's about your Mets. Yes, sir. What do we got? Uh, what do you got? So for tonight, obviously, this is going to be one of the better. I mean, dude, we got great matchups tonight all around for whether it's basketball, baseball. You got the Mets going up against the Dodgers. It, this one is at 10, 10. Yeah, I'm gonna, tonight's game. a night off, really, from the Mets game for me. Yeah, that's, tomorrow I'll be locked in. Yeah, that's it's a late game tonight, so I can't really blame you. But I do have this one going over eight and a half runs. Oh, yeah. I for like minus that. 120, um, eight and a half runs. I mean, these are two offensives that. In the past week, they've been incredibly explosive. You know, oh. that the one story of the Mets is can their offense stay hot? Can it, you know, be consistent? But with what we've been seeing this past week, they've been stepping up. Francisco Lindor is finally getting hot. You know, you're getting guys like Mark Canna who are getting timely hits and, you know, dinks and dunks when you need it. Starling Marte is finding his groove. Oh, so Starling Marte, I was going to bring him up because he's one of my bets. That guy is looking... He's looking he great, looks man. Like he looks he looks exactly what you paid for. So oh, yeah. tonight, over eight and a half runs. We know that the Dodgers are going to put up runs too. So over eight and a half doesn't seem too, you know, unrealistic. And at minus one twenty, I'm going to hammer that one home. I like that. I like that. This is this is the two best teams in the NL, and I don't think there's a third team that's really that close. The Padres are good, but they're not up to this level. And I truly believe the Mets could win this series. They usually go into LA and they don't, but this this Mets team is hot. So. A couple of guys who are really hot are uh, Pete Alonso and Starling Marte. So you can do these separately, or you can put them in a parlay for plus 949. So I got Pete Alonso to hit a home run tonight. Gonsolin, solid pitcher, but gives up some home runs. I think this is a good spot for Pete to maybe hit one. Um, he's been hitting them very timely lately. And uh, Starling Marte, you brought him up. He has been, pun not, in, pun not intended, I promise you, he's been a star. Um, he's been amazing lately. So, uh, him to get two hits, he's been doing it pretty often lately. He's hitting near 300 now. He might be over 300 now. So those two together is plus 949. Individually, Pete is 315 plus 315 and Starling Marte is plus 200. And wow. uh, if, if I had to pick a winner tonight, I'd probably go Mets just cause they have the slight advantage in pitching matchup. But if you look at games three and four in this series, the Dodgers have the advantage pretty heavily. So. Dang! So a parlay for plus nine hundred. Damn, that's yeah. a juicy one. I don't know if I'm riding all on some homers for a parlay. That's those the scary get a little. Part. That's why I gave it individually as well. Yeah, home Marte's run parlays two get a little. Is, um, very reasonable. They get a little risky when you add in home runs to a parlay. You know, yeah. it feels like I hate watching. Always just waiting. Like, oh, I need this guy to hit a home run right here because yeah. I feel like it just it never happens. Yeah, my but. Friend- from put Lindor Marte parlay together, both for them to hit home runs. They were hitting back to back in the lineup too, so I was like, "Why would you do that?" Neither of them hit him. I yeah. don't know why he did it. Yeah, that's tough. Simply tough. But I think that's all I got for today. I think that so, any more bets that we find throughout the day, obviously we're going to be posted on social media. Oh, don't yeah. forget to drop a follow on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the TikTok at ML Madness Pod. We're posting clips, keeping you updated, live bets, all the above. 
and we're going to be getting ready for an exciting night of sports. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. exciting. Well, that's going to do it for episode 35. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Moneyline Madness, and we will catch you in the next one. Peace. Let's go Celtics.